If you want to go with the flow, live in the moment, wind in your hair kind of life, you need a forward-thinking, prepared-for-anything kind of plan. Like the Audi Freeway Plan Extension. It extends your Audi's maintenance plan by an extra two years or up to 200,000 kilometers. And with free roadside assistance, living in the moment has never gone more according to plan. Visit your nearest Audi dealer today. T's and C's apply. Audi. Vorsprung durch Technik. Be financially smart. It's not how much money you make. It's what you do with it. Brought to you by F&B. How can we help you? Hashtag be financially smart. It's 26 minutes to uh, 3 o'clock. It's fast becoming one of my favorite conversations in the week. And uh, this is where we get into conversation with uh, Eunice Sibia, who is the head of uh, FNB's Consumer Education Program. And she comes in on Mondays and we tackle a number of different aspects uh, when it comes to our finances. And I suspect today's one is going to be a bit of a hot potato. I'll share the um, uh, poll questions with you and the results that we've had so far in a short while. But I want you to think about how you approach financial conversations with your family. How do you do that? Do you tackle it head on? Um, Do you state your case? Um, or allow someone else to tell you what to do with your money? Or do you just avoid these very interesting conversations completely? Is it difficult for you to talk about money with your partner, for instance, or your, your, um, your children, for instance, or even those that are dependent on you, like your parents? How do you tackle this question of finances, of money with our loved ones? And this is all about fi- um, financial planning for successful relationships. We want you to be happy in those relationships. And it will involve money. Eunice, welcome. Thank you, Azania. Good afternoon. Ah, good afternoon. A hot potato. I know. Can and we always run make away or from break. One, I can make or break. Mm. But, um, you know, it doesn't help running away from the topic. It doesn't help dancing around it. it it's one of those that at some point it needs tackling, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some, some serious tackling. It needs some sitting down yeah. and, and discussing the the. the Thorns, they're, 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 they're painful matters. You know, they need to be addressed because if we don't do that, relationships get ruined. Mm. We, we shall get to, to that later on. But we know we've had good relationships. You know, we watch them getting messed up and, and maybe going down the drain because of lack of communication and mm. around sensitive issues such as finances. Yes. That is why it's important for, for us today to, to talk about financial relationships. How do we handle those? Yeah. Do we even know what type of... Uh, Relationship you as an individual have with money. Let's start there mm. before we involved other we involve other people. Me, Eunice. So it is important to understand your relationship it is and extremely how you consider what you yes. think of yes. money. Me, myself, and I, and the relationship that I have with money is extremely important. I need to understand myself. Then the partner, the relative, the friend, the sibling come with their relationship, and we need to make the two work. Mm-hmm. So it is extremely important. I need to start with myself. Yeah. So, so every person out there has a different financial personality, even not even a relationship, a personality, and and this is how we interact with money. When I see money. How do I react when I don't have money? How do I react? And anything in between? Yes. What What does money do to me? Or how, what, what What am I doing to the money? Mm-hmm. You know. So mm-hmm. we have we have misers. We have misers out there, and yes. they know themselves. They don't want to spend a penny. Mm-hmm. Then you have spenders, the opposite of misers. They even spend money they don't have. Yes. And then we have <laughs> the parasites. 
the freeloaders uh-huh. that want to survive and live on the sweat of other people. And you have a, different ranges of people. You have hoarders. Mm-hmm. People have the money, but they just... And, and I, 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 I was educated the other day to say hoarders are slightly different from misers. Ah. Yeah, they have. They know they have, but they hoard for certain things, for certain big things. And at times these big things never come. Mm-hmm. But it's just I'm waiting for this to happen, but I'm hoarding my money. A miser is... I don't spend a cent. Yes, as little as possible. But nothing. Mm. So there's a slight difference uh, between the two. But which are you? Do you even know? So sometimes these different personalities can lead to, to clashes, mm-hmm. to arguments, even fights and separations and divorces. So that's what we want to iron out today. So financial interactions with important people in your life and how making smarter money decisions can help you build stronger financial relationships. If you've just joined us, we're chatting to Eunice Sibia, who is the head of consumer education, the the, pro, the consumer education program at FNB. And we're talking about money and relationships. Has it come between you and a loved one in the past? We'll take your calls on 011-883-0702. And have you been able to talk about money head on, to be able to state your case, to say, this is how much I earn. This is how indebted I am. Um, these are the people that I still owe or every month I, I struggle to make ends meet. Are we open and honest with each other when it comes to money in our relationships? What are some of the relationship dynamics that people need to deal with in terms of finances? We've suggested open communication mm-hmm. uh, and also knowing yourself, knowing the other person's relationship and character and habits around money. So, so firstly, there are long-term relationships that most of us are in. Um, around finances. Um, and I'm talking about immediate family. Do, mm-hmm. Don't, don't get your mind now <laughs> in the gutters. Get it out. Yeah. We're talking about family. We're talking about relatives. You're talking about your siblings. You're talking about colleagues at work and maybe neighbors. Mm-hmm. All right. Those mm-hmm. are long term because those are people that you hang around, you know, often and maybe for longer uh, durations. But generally speaking, we'd be referring to, let's say parents. Right? How do your parents engage with you with your finances? Are they? And this reminds me of of, of immediately of black tax. Yes. Because <laughs> I know when you when you talk about family and siblings and whatever, then the black tax thing, you know, situation come up. But y- your parents, um, maybe they, they've been working, they've raised some income, and they took you to school. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a there's a, a history there. Then there's. Until now, as children, you've grown, you've gone to school, and, and now maybe you, you're helping your parents financially. And, and some parents have retired. Yeah. It depends on their financial situation. Maybe they are okay, they can sustain themselves, or maybe not. They are they dependent still on you. dependent on you, regardless mm-hmm. of your load, but mm-hmm. they are also on the list. Mm-hmm. Or you have a husband, you have a wife, you have a partner that, that you are sharing life with. And, and life would mean finances as yeah. well. How are you engaging with those people? How is your financial relationship? So to avoid negative attitudes, to avoid animosity and difficult uh, situations, it is important for us to talk about it. Stats indicate that approximately 50% of marriages end up in divorce. And one of the major reasons is around finances, yes. right? Because they can cause a drift. They can cross, I mean, cause serious you know, chaos in, in a relationship mm-hmm. if they're not addressed properly and resolved. So so you'd always be talking, well, no, Sinachela, you're wasting money. The other one, no, you're a hoarder. And it ends there. Yes. You never sit down to say, all right, fine. I am this, I have this personality. You, are that, you have that personality around finances. But for us to operate healthily and forever and a day, 
we need to find a common ground. Tone down and you also tone down or whatever that needs mm-hmm. to be addressed. Mm-hmm. It, we really need to sit down and address these things. We know of the situation, but because it's one of those sensitive matters that, that you know, we tiptoe around it. But the problem is that situation isn't going to disappear on its own. Yes, without it you. It needs to be addressed. It. it needs to be faced, addressed, tackled. If there are tissues on the table, there will be, <laughs> be tissues on the table. But ultimately, find a resolution and which is, you know, calmly for for the rest of the duration. Yes. It is important. However, yeah, it reminds it, me of a conversation that we had previously and it comes back to how difficult we find it to even talk true, about money. True. It is one of those. Because we, we feel exposed. Like if someone knows that I've got a massive credit card debt, for instance, mm-hmm. that I'll, I'll have reason to be ashamed or you can't be exposed. You don't want other people to know. It's like your own little secrets. Your, your money situation is part of your secrets. Yes. There, there are secrets that need to be shared. There are secrets that need to sit on the table. Well, I suppose it no longer is a secret once mm-hmm. it's out on the, on the table. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's how much you want to disclose, but say something. Do tell, indicate, say something, because if in your in your quietness and none responds, the, the other person can think everything is hunky-dory. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, when we spoke about black text, we're like, if you keep quiet, the demands and requests will keep coming. So you need to raise your hand and say, guys, I can't. Yeah. However you're going to phrase your responses up to you, whether you want to lay, lay bare on the table and say, this is my payslip, these are my debts, guys, as you can see, I cannot. Or you will give an indication to say, I'm up to my neck. Yeah. This I can help with, this I cannot. But you need to respond, you need to say something. Absolutely. Now, um, we are going to be taking calls and comments in a short while, but before we do that, can you tell us how what we should be doing then to build strong financial relationships? When we get to that point where we open, we want to communicate uh, be uh, and be an open book, have <laughs> declare our situation. Declare we, we should. Um, I think the, the easiest but harsh answer to that is stop procrastinating. Hmm. Let us address the situation in, 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 a, in an honest manner. Maybe not necessarily laying bare on the table. It depends who with, right? If it's your partner, well, you need to come clean. Yes. If it's your parents, you still need to come clean. You choose the degree, you know, of the information that you want to right. share. But I, I, I have a, a, a few pointers that I'd like to share mm-hmm. with the you listeners. You always have great advice. So <laughs> thank what you. do you have for us today? One, determine your financial requirements. You need to know your limits. You need to know your depths. Remember last week we spoke about being, playing within your s- circle. Yes. Right? Financial comfort. You need to know that and determine and understand how far you yourself can play. Mm-hmm. So each person should highlight their financial uh, their expectations. Financial expectations. Yeah, it's not that it's my money and his money. <laughs> Planning with somebody's money. Let's plan together. So know, your, yeah. know your own yes. limitations. I need to know mine. And if I have a partner, let them know theirs. And together, together. we have a conversation on the table to say, <laughs> honey, babes, <laughs> here's my, my amount. Mm. What's How much is yours? And tally up the, the expectations. I mean, not the expectations, the expenses. Mm. And, and let's see who does what. Because in some situations, when I, as I near, people do not talk. Like, did, did you pay the school fees? No, I thought you paid the school fees. Oh, my guy doesn't have petrol, but you drove it yesterday. Yes. It's those kind of situations. Or so spent the money, didn't pay for the rent. Yes. And you think, how does that happen? You know, when you share a household, you share these res- responsibilities yeah. and things that are so important yes. go unspoken. 
so or in, unaccounted for. In harmonious and progressive relationships, it has been determined that if people have assigned roles to each other, so I know I carry school fees, you do groceries and rent and bond and whatever, then there's peace in the house because these roles have been assigned, yeah. therefore you are responsible and accountable. Yeah. Otherwise, if you work on a guessing game, then I use the school fees money to shop at some sale and this and that and then tomorrow... He receives a phone call to say the school fees are in areas. You can imagine there's going to be a fight, mm. you know. So mm. we need to do that. Number two, we need to create a plan to cover our responsibilities. Like I just said, if, if you assign each other the roles by amount or by function or whatever, but have a plan in the household. Monthly expenses, daily expenses, if, if you need to, and future plans, do them together. If these are discussed and they are signed, there's going to be peace, I guarantee you, because mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing dodgy and and dark in in, in between you're like oh he, he hasn't realized that i haven't bought groceries or no don't do that yeah. because then you're disrupting the peace in the in the family it, it's with your partners with your parents and siblings you're going to be disrupting the peace because there are expectations that we know they should take place but if you haven't done them obviously the person is going to ask you and by the time they ask you they're very irate mm. so that conversation is mm. not going to go down very well mm. we know that mm-hmm. point number three set clear rules for every transaction all right how do we do these? Um, do we draw cash for kids' transport? Do you draw cash for pocket money? Do you swipe for milk? And, you know, have a conversation because <laughs> here you're giving each other tips. Why are you laughing? <laughs> so, but set clear. And, and this reminds me of loans around friends and family and colleagues. Yes. If someone says, help out here, there with a the hundred rand, am I giving the hundred rand? We are agreeing that it's a loan and you're going to pay me when, my friend, mm-hmm. this Friday mm-hmm. or month end. Mm-hmm. Or is it one of those like, oh, here's 100 rand and it ends there. Then you are left guessing. You don't know when the money is going to come back, if it's ever going to come. So it's those things that may ruin relationships. Talk about it. Be clear. Um, it's a loan until when? Friday, month end. Okay, cool. I can wait till month end. Month end. Here's 100 rand. But you know, it's easier said than done. We need to be accountable and responsible. You know, you uh, um, as someone in business, you hear it all the time. When Mm. you're building a business, borrow from friends, family and fools. You know, (laughs) and the idea is that it's not like your banker on the other side who will say you made this undertaking, this commitment that by such and such a day, your first repayment of that loan would have started. It's a different relationship. It is. With your parents, they've borrowed you money to start your business and things are taking longer than you thought. They've loaned you for whatever. Mm. Um, And when you're unable to repay it, you just have to cry in front of your father (laughs) (laughs) and he can read between the lines yes exactly that is not going to happen when he expected it to happen but i think being being upfront is is honest is the most honorable thing to do to say i'm not okay yet i know i promised Mm. i'm struggling because the other person is also waiting maybe they have pressing issues exactly and they're waiting for the money and that's how the relationship gets you know sour goes sour and gets ruined Mm -hmm. Compromise is essential. It's another point. So when we're making compromises around this topic of finances, I need to know that, okay, I will take some of my money that I have put away for a certain project and help you out. Let's let's say in this typical example of you starting off a business, I have 5,000 rands stashed away somewhere for my rainy days or maybe from a, for a plan that I'm working mm. on, but it's going to take two years. Mm. So I can afford to withdraw the 5,000 rand and help you out because you need it now. But then if you don't come back to me in three months and six months and a year, 
it's becoming a problem. Right. So compromise is important because we're helping each other out. But then the conversation and the updates are equally important throughout. And again, black text comes to mind in other relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned secrets earlier on. Point number five is do not keep secrets. They will come out. And they have a tendency, financial secrets, they have a tendency of coming out at the wrong time. Very, very ugly, you know. So secrets about credit cards that you have, a second credit card that your partner, your friend or your family member doesn't know about. And where you're supposed to take or continue with your obligations. Now you cannot because, Mm -hmm. you know, of this other credit card or this other loan that you took out. It's those secrets that we really, really need to make sure that we do away with. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit more on the secrets question because I think it is uh, uh, indicative of our relationship and our fears of talking mm-hmm. about money and being honest about our financial standing. My guest is Eunice Sibia. She's with us on Mondays courtesy of FNB. She is uh, FNB's uh, Consumer Education Program Head and she joins us on Mondays uh, to talk about being financially smart and today we're focusing on relationships, the impact of our finances, of our money on relationships and how we can start to have healthier conversations, healthier relationships uh, and not have money, questions of how we spend uh, um, muddying the waters and being a source of tension in our relationships. We'll take your calls, your questions and your experiences as well. Uh, have you loaned money to a family member and it's difficult to uh, uh, that the relationship is damaged because there was this exchange, this agreement? What impact has it had on your relationship because you entered into a some sort of financial uh, agreement and transaction or even in your romantic relationship um how do you deal with money does it often cause to uh, uh, cause fights it's 0118830702 for your sms's be financially smart it's not how much money you make it's what you do with it brought to you by fnb how can we help you hashtag be financially smart Relationships and finance. So that's where our focus is for today with Eunice Sibia, um, as we talk about being financially smart with FNB. Um, and, uh, Eunice, you were giving us some great advice, but during the break, we were talking about, um, not keeping financial secrets. Uh, not being uh, this financial infidelity. <laughs> it's something that affects a lot of households and it people does. can feel, we can feel betrayed, you know, quite similar that you believe you're starting to suspect there's some evidence, you know, that perhaps there is something going on, that there isn't transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, you must raise it. You must speak up if you think that there isn't enough honesty around this. Raise it and speak up is important. Mm. But you know, the problem is because someone has been keeping a, se- a secret and, and the way you found out and by the time you found out, obviously you're going to be irate. Yeah. So it no longer is going to be a healthy conversation. That's where the problem is. Yeah. So secrets, this financial infidelity is not good. It, it, it is bound to come out. Yeah. You know, and, and I think most of us have, have been in that space where, yeah, there are puzzles in the house or money was spent somewhere when it was supposed, wasn't supposed to. Or even if I know about the situation, but you didn't tell me, at least give me a heads up. So people do fight about those. It is important for us to have these financial conversations and we are on the same page. So we've been putting it around the debt question. If you have debts, you need to be honest or your spending habits, you need to be honest about them. Onika is asking a question around disclosing. She says, do I still need to disclose if I have extra savings on the side in a relationship? Onika, that's a very 
touchy one, very mm-hmm. sticky one. It depends on the depth and the seriousness of the relationship. Who is this that you need to disclose to? Because you'd find that if it's still early and Kim Numza, you don't know whether he's going to be a Numza one day or she's going to be, you know, yeah, where this thing is going. So maybe in the early days you could like, okay, let me see this thing. But as soon as the relationship is developing or fully developed, mm-hmm. the expectation is you need to be transparent. But I'm saying but. There's there's another school of thought that says, hey, you don't declare all. What works in your situation? Because if you don't declare all, one day, somehow, things are going to be found. Exactly. Whether good or bad. Whether it's, well, a date, or whether it's the savings. Yeah, it's like, why didn't you tell me? Then mm-hmm. trust issues mm-hmm. come up like, oh, okay, so you've had a savings account or investment account and you chose not to tell me about it. So what else are you hiding? Exactly. Then it just becomes complicated and compounded for nothing. So you know the relationship? You know the setup, you know the sensitivity. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. We cannot sit here and dictate. But the best medicine is be transparent. Open communication. Open communication. I think that was uh, really great advice. And it takes us into different areas, of course. It's not just about the romantic relationship. Of it's course. The relationship, uh, financial relationship when it comes to uh, colleagues, friends, family, very broad. And these are principles True. that apply. True. Yes. And, and the, you know, we need to maintain solid financial relationships with colleagues, with friends, with family and, and partners, mm. because this, this will make a serious change. So you might find yourself afraid to tackle these difficult conversations, perhaps. And most people feel that way. But determination, discipline and honesty are key components to building a financially smart relationship that will stand the test of time. Absolutely. And that's what we want, isn't it? Um, so we've been running a competition throughout uh, the various weeks asking different questions. So you have another opportunity to win. How would you like to stand a chance at winning 5,000 rand? Now, if you want to enter um, for this competition, you must be 18 years or older. You must be a South African citizen, but you don't need to be an F&B client to still enter the competition to everyone. So to qualify for the 5,000 rands monthly uh, um, uh, draw, you need to tune in every week and then answer the questions correctly. Um, and uh, to submit your answers, you need to dial star 120 star 387 hash and then simply follow the prompts. And the Be Financially Smart team will announce the winner in the first week of every month. That means we're announcing a winner a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. What's today's question? Today's question goes, financial infidelity is when everyone in the relationship is honest and open about their finances. True or false? True or false. And they end up, they, they've been true or false questions. True or false. So it's to stand a chance when, to win 5,000 Rand. Answer the question and dial star 120 star 387 hash and follow the prompts. And you do need to enter every week in order for you to qualify. Um, so any last quick words before we announce the winner? I have a quote from James um, Altushar. He said, Honesty is the fastest joy, fastest way to prevent a mistake from turning into a failure. Oh. You see the importance of honesty and the again. benefits of honesty. It comes back again. It does. So, so be honest and open. Um, cause, you know, initially, yes, we know it can be difficult, but if you value the relationship with your loved ones, then you'll do everything you can to contribute to its, you know, financial success and, and just, the success of the relationship. Absolutely. So if you have any more, uh, you want more information, visit um, the Be Financially Smart Facebook page and you can also email specific questions uh, if you wanted more confidentiality to BFS uh, at bfseducation.co.za. Um, let's go to today's winner. We're announcing a lucky winner from I last know. month. Yes, someone is waiting eagerly. And it is Clinton Ngozi. Good afternoon, Clinton. 
Good afternoon to you, Tyson and the team. How are you? Ah, very good. Thank you. Clinton, we give you a call because you are our winner. Thank you so much. Like, I can't believe it's my thing today. After so much, <laughs> things to come to an end, eh? Yes, yes. And it's a lovely reward at the end of it all. You've won 5,000 Rand in cash. Congratulations. Thanks so much. Yeah. Trust me, I never thought you'd one day. It's funny <laughs> to talk to you, but Yes, wonderful. Clinton, Congratulations, Clinton. Yeah. So you heard today's question. You need to go to need to dial star 120 star 38